Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Japanaholic Podcast. Podcast surrounded by topics all about Japan, anime, and games. Discussed by a certified Japanaholic. I am your host, Taylor Fry. And for this week, I don't necessarily have an anime topic to talk about here for the first time in what feels like ever on this podcast, actually. Not literally the first time ever, because I have discussed games and stuff like that before. It was uh, one of the very, very first, ep- not the very first, like, per se, but it was one of the earlier episodes of this podcast back when it was used to been called a different name, of course, before I fully went with the Japanholic podcast. Um, but it has been quite a while, at least, since I've really discussed any games or any, like, news about the gaming industry or anything like that. Um, and the reason why is just because of the fact that gaming really hasn't hit me hard in terms of, like, my, you know, what I, what I like to do anymore. Back then, like, maybe two or three years ago, gaming was, like, all I really would do. And I guess the reason why I don't play as much nowadays is because I've gotten busier, I guess, with doing video with making youtube videos and as well as like catching up on like the latest animes that are coming out or trying to you know watch some animes in general you know whether they came out in 2016 or earlier um and i've been i've been trying to do that lately i've been trying to watch a lot more animes lately because i got like a lot more free time now than i think i've had in like (laughs) many many years and um Unfortunately, I've also had like, I don't know why I've hit that slump that I ever, every otaku will have this and I've hit mine really early, unfortunately, or like right now, uh, we have these kinds of slumps where you don't want to watch anything. You don't want to read anything. You just want to scroll on Twitter and just, you know, lay down and sleep and forget that you have any responsibilities if you have any at all. So I'm kind of in that situation. But recently, there's been a few things to happen that have kind of changed that in a way. Um, they it, it revolves around mainly two games, but there's also like a third game that I've kind of gone back into that I really don't really... There's not really much to touch on when it comes to the third game. Um, but I guess I could talk about the third game now. Um... I guess it's nothing major, but I've recently gone back into playing like rhythm games such as Clone Hero and and Beat Saber. Uh so that's technically four games. But I've I've always been like a rhythm person. I like to play them casually. I'm not like a competitive or a very good uh player at any of them. Uh I really suck at rhythm games because my timing is just awful and um Clone Hero and Beat Saber especially, I really can't play for scores or for the highest streaks. I just play to enjoy it, I guess. Although the the thing is, is that I'm a competitive person. So playing casually is really difficult for me to do because I can't like I because if you're a competitive person, playing casual is not really in your vocabulary, I guess. You really don't want to play a casual game. Or you don't want to play a competitive game and take it casually. That's the thing. And um, when it comes to like Clone Hero or Beat Saber, Guitar Hero in general, I guess, 
or rhythm games in general, excuse me. Um, I guess that's kind of what I am. I like to try to get the highest score I can, and when I don't get like a new personal best, it just kind of irks, I guess, irks me. And um, but yeah, those two games I've kind of gotten into. Um, and well, I guess not really much into Beat Saber anymore because of the fact that the the new update kind of screwed up all of the the mods, and you know. To this day, they still haven't been fixed all the way. I mean, they have, but the mod loader doesn't work for me anymore, so I'm trying to fix that. You know, until then, it's unlikely I'll get into me. I like the new UI, I guess, but um, I don't know. It just kind of breaks the whole game, I guess, because I switched like in uh, the entire gaming engine, I think, or like not the entire gaming engine. But they switched a few different engines and now the mods have to like revamp and, you know, do all that sort of stuff. But the two major ones that I want to talk about today, um, I believe everybody, at least in the otaku world, has played this game. I think everybody has. Um, or at least if they haven't, uh, they're trying to, or at least they want to, because not everybody can play this game because it does take a beefy computer or a or a good phone, I guess, because my phone can't take this game. My phone's an iPhone 6, so I can't even get the newest iOS version. So yeah. But I think all of you have uh heard of this little uh this little gotcha game that everybody seems to love and play and uh have waifu wars over for whatever reason, but it's called the uh, Gishin Impact. Has anybody heard of it? I mean, it's quite it's quite new. I don't think anybody's heard of it. But I've fallen into that whole rabbit hole of a game. And I've lately gotten really addicted to that game. And I don't really play these kinds of games. I've never been... I mean, well, I like The Legend of Zelda. And um, I kind of enjoy playing it on, like, a GameCube and stuff like that. But I've never really had, like... Uh, or was it the game? Nah, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. But I've I don't have a Nintendo Switch, and as much as I want one, I really have. I really don't think I can get one in the next com coming months or whatever, unless I'm really freaking lucky. But um, I really wanted to play Breath of the Wild because everybody loves to play that game, and I mean, Geishin Impact for whatever reason has been like labeled as a Breath of the Wild ripoff or whatever. I mean, to be fair, yeah, there are some key points to make it that way. I mean, climbing and the 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 sprints animations and stuff like that. But at the same time, I mean, I I love Geishid Impact a lot because you don't really need to have a Nintendo Switch for this game and you don't really need like um it's you know, more how should I say, what's the word I'm looking for for this? It's more obtainable to the public when it uh rather than like breath of the wild when you need a nintendo switch but not a lot of people can have a nintendo switch of course um and i have streamed this game on my youtube before i haven't really done anything else outside of the streams of course but when playing those lives uh when playing gishin impact and stuff like that i just i've had so much fun lately and it's like it's that kind of game where the game doesn't just base it's not just based on the gacha part of the game in fact that's a a very small 
part of the game, actually. In my eyes, it is because the quest and the and the like the whole um, adventure part of it kind of is like eighty percent of the whole game. Whereas like the other twenty percent is going for like weapons or going uh, going for the the orange <laughs> the orange stuff, as they say. Um, or like new characters and stuff like that. And trust me, there is a lot of characters in this game to collect. So a lot of people want to try. And the thing that I just find the most difficult part is if you haven't played Genshin Impact yet, um, it's ba you basically have five characters to go on like these little quests and stuff like that. But you only have a party of five that you can use at once. But I believe there's over twelve. Definitely over 20, but I'm not too sh not not too sure the exact number. I want to say 40 or more characters. I can't remember. Um, but by Lord Almighty, you have to pick five characters out of a whole like 30 to 40, maybe even more than that pool of characters that all have their unique special abilities and stuff like that and the problem with that is it's super difficult to pick which ones you want you know because all of them are like to in my opinion very amazing i mean we all know if you don't have lisa in your five then you're obviously not culture i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding but am i though um but I usually try to stick with like five of my like the five of my early favorites. Uh, Amber, I get annoyed with so easily, but I still have her in my my five, of course. Um, but I think the reason why I love these characters so much obviously has to do with their voice. I is it weird that I I base my choices off of their voice actresses or voice actors, their seiyus as that people usually call them I should call them seiyus of course like I really don't want to call my I don't really want to say I have a seiyu fetish because that just sounds extremely weird and you know um not a lot of people feel the same way as me but when I look up because the thing is is you know I I do the same thing with anime all the time I will look up the characters and their seiyus and if there's a seiyu that you know, um, feels, uh, or excuse me, if there's a seiyu that I recognize, then I end up falling in love with the character more because I end up falling in love with the seiyu and her work, of course. Um, obviously I have my personal favorites, now Toyama to be the number one of my favorites because she's done a lot of great characters and a lot more to come, I bet. Um, unfortunately, she never played anybody in this game, I, I don't think. Um, but <laughs> there's a video going around on YouTube which almost has a million views, so I'm pretty sure everybody has seen this if they look up the voice actors in Japanese. But this cast is stacked with t amazing talent, okay? Uh, Amber is voiced by Iwami Manaka. Uh, who voices a ton of uh, characters that I've seen before, um, including to to Toru from uh, Fruits Baskets. Fuck me a second to say that name, and I apologize for screwing it up. But 
uh, just going through the entire video in general, which is like an 11 minute video course. There's just a ton of good like characters and and the cast and stuff like that. Um, not just for the girl characters, but for the male characters. Okay, so I'm not gonna go like too crazy into this part because you know not a lot of people probably have the same feelings as me or something like that when it comes to this. But if you are interested in the Japanese voice act of uh, the Japanese cast of uh the characters, then I recommend watching that video because man, oh man. Is it quite the um? Is it quite the the interest for me at least? Um, one I will talk about is actually like another one that was uh actually really popular was Lisa's voice actress, which is uh, Tanaka Ri. Um, was she played um? She played the game and streamed it on uh, on YouTube. It was on, was it YouTube or was it on Twitch? I don't know. It was, there's a video floating around on YouTube of highlights. It may have been on our YouTube, but, uh, she just went full character mode. Like she wasn't even playing it as Tanaka. She was playing it as Lisa and it's the most, like, it's the greatest, it's the greatest thing on earth. I have never in my life laughed so hard watching that video and, um, my God. You know, those two videos I recommend watching in case you are a big fan of the Japanese side of Gishin Impact. Um, but the game is not only, like, available in Japanese. It's also available in Korean, Chinese, and English. And, you know, once you you, you start off uh, in your native language, I guess, because, uh, I, or at least I did. I played the game for, like, I played, like, the first two, no, one or two quests in uh, English, which was, you know, it was, the English isn't terrible, of course. But since I, since I'm more of like a Japanese like seiyu person, I guess, um, and just love the Japanese language, um, I found the Japanese to be more, I guess, <laughs> more fitting, especially since there's gacha in this, um, which if you don't know that term, gacha is just basically where you know you you could you know. I guess in a short sense, it's like gambling, but for waifus and, you know, failing all the time, I guess, unless you're Sea Dog VA getting the, the best characters in your first role, I guess. I don't, I don't understand his luck. My luck isn't really that good. I've gotten a few characters, but nothing spectacular, of course, you know, cause there's a lot of different characters and a lot of them are better than the others, I guess. And, you know, um, I really can't, I really can't say my luck's terrible, but my luck is not that good at all when it comes to gotcha games, I guess. That's why I don't get into that, because if I get into that, I'm going to end up going down the rabbit hole of gotcha games, and I'm already in the rabbit hole of VTubers, and it's hard enough to get out of the, v it's like, I don't even want to call it a rabbit hole. I want to call it a hell hole because it's it's impossible to get out of the hell hole. Whereas the rabbit hole, you can almost get out of. It just takes a little bit of time. Well, the hell hole, no, you can't. You can't escape it. Um, and it's, I'm not going to lie, mighty comfortable down in the hell hole of VTubers. Um, and um, I really want to talk about VTubers again because a lot of stuff has happened lately with VTubers. Um, but of course, uh, I want to save that for next week because next week's podcast episode is going to be top anime news of the month of October 
because um, there's been news about some VTubers again. And I feel like this month has been the craziest month for VTubers. So I'll save it for next week, of course. But one thing I will talk about with VTubers is kind of has to do with this um, with this podcast topic for this week. It has to do with VTubers and Minecraft. Uh, it is known that Hololive has their own Minecraft series uh, for their streamers. Uh, for the Japanese, they have their own uh, server. And then for the English, they have their own server. And that uh, Niji-san, uh, Niji-sanji uh, has their own Minecraft server, if I remember correctly. Basically, everybody plays Minecraft if they're a virtual YouTuber. But there's been a group of VTubers lately, and they're like small independent. I mean, most of them are independent, I believe. But um, a lot of independent VTubers teamed up and have started a little VTuber SMP Live. Um, And this is nothing really special to say because, of course, uh, in terms of numbers, obviously, Nichisaji and uh, Hololive obviously has the numbers advantage. But for uh, in terms of viewers, but in terms of like how many people are on this uh, VTuber SMP Live server, there's at least 50 people. But of course, there's over 50 people. <laughs> I think 60. I don't remember the exact number. Um, one the the creator of this was Stratifier, and the only reason why I know this is because I was there for the first few nights. I haven't really gotten into it again lately because I've fallen off. I like I gotten into Minecraft for like a week and then I fell off after a little while. But um I really uh I I played with them for like a few days and um I truly see the the VTuber SMP live to be one of the biggest things to come out of the 2020 year so far. Um uh, and like I said uh, like I said earlier in terms of like viewers there really isn't like a big one out there or like a big streamer, but all the, but since there's like a ton of different streamers out there, uh, in this feature recipe live, it's, um, I guess, I guess it cancels out in a way because <laughs> there's a lot of VTubers in this, um, in this SMP live. Um, and we started, we started this back in, last Friday was it last Friday or two weeks ago for Friday I I can't remember exactly uh as of recording this I think it was two Fridays ago if I remember correctly I don't remember but um it it started off as like one small tweet and then it grew to like a big hashtag kind of a big hashtag if you look up VTuber SMP uh on Twitter you'll find like a lot of posts from a, uh, a lot of different virtual YouTubers and stuff like that who have streamed this in the past um and it's still going quite big, and there's a lot of, like, different communities and stuff like that. Um, I do plan on making, like, a highlights video of it on my YouTube channel here shortly soon, because it's been quite... It's been... There's been a lot of hilarious moments to come out of this so far. Um, it just needs to hit its peak. Obviously, we really... I, I don't think it's hit its peak yet. I think it'll hit its peak around, like, December, maybe. Um, it depends on how... Um, it depends on how the server goes because uh, so far we have like 60 members, like I said, and it could have the potential opportunity to grow to the hundreds by the time the this year ends. So if you're interested in the VTuber SMP, uh, VTuber SMP live um, stuff, stuff, 
Uh, you can go over to like the the VTuber SMP Live uh, Twitter account. I think that's I think there's a Twitter account for it, but if not, look up hashtag VTuber SMP and um, I guess that's another way that you fall into the VTuber hellhole is because of the fact that you know you end up following about fifty to sixty new VTubers and then you end up meeting new ones because of them and stuff like that. And like I said, I will I will try to not really talk too much about them because I want to save that for next week's episode of the podcast where I talk about the top anime news, which at, which also just happens to include VTubers again for the third month in a row. Um, I think outside of Gishin Impact and the whole Minecraft stuff, uh, oh, well, there was also like another one, I guess, it's, uh, for the Minecraft. Um, I recently have like, uh, I recently started a Minecraft series on my channel, Minecraft with friends, of course, when I, uh, played with, so far it's only been like, uh, two or three other people. Uh, that's obviously going to restart here soon. I haven't uploaded, um, any new parts yet because I really want to wait till 2021 actually to start uploading more gaming content. I really want to slow down my uploads. That's the whole reason why I really haven't been uploading lately. Uh, on my YouTube channel is because I really want to start uh, slowing down my YouTube my YouTube content and uh, think about what I want to create. Um, and you know, obviously, once twenty twenty one rolls around, I will possibly release a few videos here and there, and um, all that sort of stuff. And then once twenty twenty one hits, I'll probably go crazy again. Uh, so I just want to take a few weeks or a month or two to uh, kind of calm down with YouTube because YouTube for me in 2020 has been very hectic. Um, and I think one of the biggest reasons as to why I really haven't seen my channel get anywhere is because I haven't been consistent. And that's the thing when you're doing YouTube, you got to upload consistently. You can't be an inconsistent uploader. You have to like set a schedule and stuff like that. And I talked more about this with Lee, uh, not too long ago, so uh, obviously appropriately titled being a YouTuber in 2020 is harder than 2016, I think it was, but um, if you want more information, like, because obviously I haven't, if you follow my Twitter page, you know that I really haven't had a good time with doing YouTube lately, Um, and I've made that quite clear in the past before, not only on Twitter, but also on YouTube and on this podcast as well, but um. To go back on the subject of the Minecraft, I I've rec- I recently like started playing with them again, um, not just with Minecraft but also Phasmophobia. Um, that's another game that I also like to like playing nowadays. And you know, if you know me, I don't like horror games. I hate them because I I'm like I hate I hate jump scares and I hate watching like any like rated R movie or something like that, even TV 14 or like just like those kinds of like brutal movies in general. I really don't watch because I really want to watch like a movie or something to feel entertained, not feel scarred for life. And that's why I also feel the same way about like, um, some of like the more, uh, horror games, I guess, like Amnesia or Slender. I never played those because I don't want to get scarred for life trying to be entertained. Sure, it may be hilarious to play those games, and, you know, uh, a good jump every once in a while could, 
you know, be a, a nice little laugh or whatever. But I mean, if I'm trying to be entertained, I don't want to be like, you know, scarred or whatever. So I just want to play like something basic or whatever. I don't know if that's just, if that's weird saying that or not, but yeah. Um, but Phasmophobia kind of changed that in a way because that game is really fun with friends. Okay. I never, I haven't played that game alone and I don't plan on it. I only want to play that game if, uh, if I play with any of my buddies, because the thing is, is like I said before, like I just said, it's way, way better to play that game with three friends than three strangers or by yourself. If you don't know what phasmophobia is, it is this, uh, very small indie game. I want to call it because it's only being worked on by like one person, maybe, maybe two people. I don't know. It's a very small group of people who've been working on this game. So I, I really want people to support this game while they can, of course, but it's a ghost hunting game where, uh, you have your, your equipment and, you have like these farmhouses or street houses or whatever. And it's in the middle of like the night. Everything is dark and you have to go into the house and investigate. And, uh, you have to, uh, figure out what kind of ghost it is and stuff like that. And, uh, you don't have, you don't do any like killing or whatever. You just have to figure out what you're dealing with. Um, so you can most likely just like screw out or whatever you have to, uh, you have to figure out like what kind of ghost you're dealing with and then like provide like a little like a few pieces of evidence to confirm this and then you know you get more money and then you level up and you get bigger maps harder maps and harder difficulties mean that the the ghost comes and bites you in the ass quite faster because once you start you have like five minutes to do your thing and then after that the ghost will come at any time and attack you and um while it is not necessarily like a horror game because there isn't any jump scares um the game also has like the like the whole um voice recognition stuff and it also deal and you also have to like um talk to your buddies and stuff like that and if you're in a uh if you're in a discord call it is recommended that you deafen and use the in-game voice chat which uh has like like a local talk which you know you can only hear the people really close to you and then they have like a radio talk and stuff like that which obviously everybody can hear you um and if the ghost starts attacking it you know it's obviously screws up with your radio frequencies and it also kind of screws up your ability to talk to other players at times obviously um i just find that incredibly fun and that part alone, when it comes to like the voice recognition and stuff like that, that makes it scary. Because the thing is, is that um, it also only has one audio option, which is the master volume. So you cannot toggle uh, like the ghost noises and stuff like that and turn it down. You have to deal with the the noises of the ghost and stuff like that, which makes it very, very creepy, obviously. And the thing is, is you can't turn the brightness up anyways, because, you know, with how brightly lit the truck is, you won't be able to see a damn thing in the truck. You may be able to see everything in the house, but once you get in that truck, it's extremely difficult for you to see anything. You'll be blinded like you just got hit with a flashbang. Point is, I really love playing this game. And even though I'm not a horror game fan or a horror genre fan myself when it comes to 
uh like jump scares and stuff like that um there really ain't any jump scares in the game itself you know when you're about to die uh and the only thing that really like scares you is if you first see the ghost it pops out out of nowhere but it doesn't like you know like go like face first into your screen or whatever um when you die uh so it's not terrifying at all and well to be fair it is but it's also not like amnesia or slender where it just like randomly jump scares you or whatever so I personally love that game, playing that game with friends and stuff like that. Um, I really recommend that game if uh, if anybody wants to have like a nice little spooky time during this spooky month of Halloween. Or, Jesus, let me re-say that. Spooky month of October. Spooky month of Halloween. Halloween is a month now, boys. If anybody, want to make, if anybody wants to make an out-of-context Japanaholic Twitter account, that would be A-OK by me because, well, there's a ton of stuff you could find in my streams and a ton of stuff you can find on the podcast screw ups and stuff like that that would be quite the post on twitter not gonna lie not gonna lie um i think that'll do it for this week's episode of the podcast if you enjoyed this week's episode uh make sure to hit that follow button and share this podcast out with your fellow japanaholics uh the one thing i will say though is i've i really have been liking the new spotify update uh if anybody's listening to this on spotify i believe uh they know what i'm talking about um i don't know if this update came out on the phone or not because i ha- I don't update the stuff on my phone because if it ain't broke don't fix it i guess in a way for me i don't know that i guess that's kind of a good take i guess i don't know is that a bad take let me know um but on the computer version or like uh on the desktop version i'll say um once you go to your home screen or whatever, if you've listened to podcasts before, it will actually start recommending you similar podcasts. And for those who listen to like trash taste or cause I've, I've, I've been told this at least, uh, over on Twitter, either on Twitter or, uh, somewhere else actually, but they've either listened to the trash taste podcast or the abroad Japan podcast, or just some other anime podcast in general. And, they get recommended this podcast because uh when you listen to a few podcasts and it I don't know if it's even listened to I think it's like if you favorite I don't know um but you end up running into like these podcasts that are very similar to your taste and um they end up coming up with Japanaholic podcast and then they obviously click on it and see what's all about um and I've experienced this quite a bit as well when it comes to the the front page as well um, I end up finding like a ton cause I, I listen to a lot of, uh, podcasts about the Japanese language, uh, because I like to learn Japanese through listening to it, uh, as well as like reading it and stuff like that. I'm a very mixed person. Like I liked, I like a bit of everything when learning Japanese. Um, I was thinking about making an episode again about learning Japanese, but obviously I don't want to do it when I, when I haven't done much myself and I really haven't been learning Japanese lately. Um, but I've gotten, I've gotten a little bit better, obviously better than when I first started learning, but, uh, that obviously comes when you learn the language for two and a half years or get used to it. But, um, I've been thinking about making a, an episode about, you know, my thoughts on the language and what makes it difficult to learn it and stuff like that. So yeah, but to continue with the, this topic real quick, I end up, uh, 
I end up finding like a ton of different like Japanese um uh learning podcasts and stuff like that that have really helped me out. And as well as like uh when you uh cuz I follow NHK's uh like news thing but even though it's all Japanese it like helps me like learn a little bit of like how to be a little bit professional like formal Japanese learning I guess you'll say because it's news I guess. But um uh, because of that, I've uh, I've gotten a few other podcasts about like Japanese news or like the history of Japan, just like Japan, like education, I guess you'll say. Um, so yeah, if you're listening to this on Spotify and you just so happen to get recommended this podcast, uh, let me know on the uh, Japanholic email, which is JapanholicPC at gmail.com. Uh, or if you want to submit all uh, stories, questions, comments anything submit it to that uh email as well and i think that'll do it for this week's episode and i will be back same time next week to do it all over again but for now thank you so much for listening i've been taylor fry the certified certified japanaholic i screwed up the outro ugh signing off good night (laughs) 